cops knew who I was. You don't regret killing this guy? I don't regret killing him, no. We are all evil in some form or another. And they covered it up and let me kill the rest of those guys to turn me into a serial killer. You murdered this man? Yes. You tortured him? Of course. There is no ambiguity and there is nothing you want us... Yet in court today, you said uh, you're not here to pretend to be remorseful. Of course not. Why would I do that? Are you remorseful? Not at all. Why? Why would I be? Well, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. So your only regret is that the torture didn't go on anymore. Right, and I regret not killing my other victim. Yes, I am evil. Not 100%, but I am evil. So I, I alone am the one who's responsible for what's happened. The only motive that there ever was, was to completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and uh, keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping a part of them. Sadly, some officials concede Atlanta is unlikely to catch the killer unless he keeps on killing. I will say that there's a better chance to catch him if he doesn't stop. Can you say how many people might be doing crimes like you were doing? It would be a guess, but it's not. It's far more than 35. Will you kill again? If the opportunity arises, I hope so. It isn't that impossible in this society. It happens. Are there more people? They didn't give up. Uh, how he, many? she didn't give up. I did. I came in out of the cold. And what I'm saying is there are some people who prefer it in the cold. I should have gotten the death penalty. Baby, I got a plan. Run away fast as you can. Moment, and I've been to spend three days driving nails into a guy's head and pulling his teeth out. Right. Why? I found it necessary. Hello everybody, welcome back to Dude, Where's My Killer? Hello! I think that, I I thought about this today. I think if I was to get brutally murdered, uh-huh. I think the way I want to be brutally murdered... Is by a guy named Hairline? Is by Death by Hot Sauce. Oh! I think I would just want somebody just to just pour hot sauce into me till I just can't handle it anymore. That would be the exact opposite way of how I would want to die. How do you want to be brutally murdered? Well, easy like this. Death by chocolate. Death by chocolate. Just somebody who's just pouring chocolate in your mouth till you're done. But I don't think I would die. I think I would just, like, crystallize. <laughs> is, this a, is this a reference to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? No, that was actually a reference to uh, a drag queen off of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. Kennedy Davenport. Well... We've had some people that uh, got stuff pouring in their mouth for sure on this episode for sure. Oh dear God! Uh, yeah, we got a we got a really interesting one on this one. Oh my good! Uh, 
Uh, we're going to another country for the first time. Oh my god, international. We're gonna go finally go international on this podcast. Bitch, we just said. I know, I know. We have people, we have actual listeners that listen in all these other different countries. Hi. So we need to just go ahead and just give them Hola. some love too. Konnichiwa. Show them some love too. And show them that they got some murders out there. Y'all got murderers too. That, that's, that's just walking around having It's not just time. us in the States that are crazy. Yes. They have a lot more crazy people in a lot more other places. You know, I have always thought to myself that, like, the, what would, they're not called rednecks overseas, but mm-hmm. I feel like the equivalent to rednecks in the UK are way more crazy than our rednecks. Oh, well, you should listen, you should listen to the episode and maybe, well, I don't know, because I think that episode was so good. Um... You should listen to my one called There's an Alabama in Germany. Okay. Oh my god, there was one where I it think was, you told me about this before. Yeah, it was a episode it was a great episode. It was a great episode, uh, of Dude Where's My Killer. Mm-hmm. Very great episode for sure. Um but pre, so let's talk about that. <laughs> this pre is me. this is pre you. <laughs> so this is Dude Where's My Killer. Yes. I'm your host, K Ward the Genius, and there's Haley Rigsby. Hi. She let me say the whole entire thing for the first time by herself. I did. <laughs> she didn't go, dude, where's my killer? Yeah, I didn't interrupt you. No. Oh, wow. It's, it's a new it's a new Haley. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. It's a new life. And I'm feeling good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she said that with way too real, way too confident of a smile on her face. It's a song. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. No. Me, me, me. I don't know. It's, Nina, it's by Nina Simone. Oh. It's in the. It's like it's in like a bunch of different movies. A bunch of terrible American Idol auditions. Oh. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. Well, we're gonna get out of we're gonna get out of America for this girl right here because she's too stuck in America. Let's, I'm feeling good. Let's go to <clears throat> Canada. Oh, Canada, eh? Yeah. Oh God. Oh, oh no. Canada. Oh no. Oh, no. Our home and native land. Can you be? Can you be any more racist? That's not racist. <laughs> yes. That's not. <laughs> Canadians are not a race. <laughs> Can't be more nationalist or whatever it is. You definitely offended some Canadian out there. They're used to it, and they're nice about it. Oh, my God. And if you know what? Stubborn. If you are a proud Canadian and you didn't like me going, Oh, Canada, eh? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, she's not. Yes, I am. If she... I I don't n- ever n- want to knowingly hurt someone's feelings. Man, I don't care. Well, that's <laughs> it, not me. <laughs> this is the difference between your two co-hosts. <laughs> well, we're in Canada, and we're going to be going to Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver. Which is kind of like the murderous paradise of the world, it turns, Home seems of like. Ryan Reynolds, I believe. 
Is he from Canada? Um, he's Canadian. Right. Actually, both of the both of the Ryans are Canadians. Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds. You're full of cool facts on this episode. <laughs> Just letting you know. Well, Vancouver, Canada seems like everybody that wants to um, get away with murder needs to go to Vancouver, Canada at least mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Another time. At least just kill at least one hooker in Canada and been at least in Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver is not that far of what I'm thinking of a different place. Mm -hmm. Vancouver's right just like a little bit above Seattle. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of the wrong place. I think I was thinking of Toronto. Where 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 are you locating? Or Ontario. Um, there is a well, particular... Well, Toronto's in Ontario. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a particular city in Canada that is, like, not the farthest drive from here. From here? Yeah. Like, it's... Like, we live in Tennessee. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it's closer to... It's... That part of Canada is closer to me than, say, if I wanted to, like, drive to California. I I would guess Toronto. I would guess that. It's still very far oh, away. Oh, yeah, it's though. like a 10-hour drive. <laughs> yeah. But, it, like, that's crazy to me that I could get to Canada in 10 hours if I really needed to get there. Well, you don't have a big-ass fucking mountain in a way like you have if you're going to California. This is true. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of Canada that's above, I mean, below Michigan. Yeah. That's below Detroit. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, there goes... We're going to go We're gonna go to Canada and murder somebody. It's we're going to go to Canada and we're going to murder a bunch of people. In the episode. not We're not actually going to go do that. Well, we could get away with it. Speak for yourself, kid. <laughs> I'm not planning on murdering anyone anytime soon. Uh, well... We can say this. We've been murdering the viewership on the last episode. We kinda got a, we kinda got a little bit back up there a little bit. Good. So we're gonna start and get back more listeners. More that more was listeners. a good episode. It was a really great episode. And I think this one's gonna be even a lot more better. Ooh. Oh, because they're not supposed to be just chasing a guy around, because that's how we did really with Jason Derrick Brown uh-huh. was just chasing him around. This guy's coming straight to us. Oh my good. Uh, he fled to the United States? No, oh, no. No. Oh. oh, no. This guy's... We're, we're in Canada. Yeah, but we no, are you said in Canada. he's coming he's, straight to us. Because he's makes coming it... straight to us because we're in Canada. Okay, cool. No, or just we're going straight to rid. him. Just get rid. No, we're, we're in Canada. Get rid of all this knowledge of the United States. We are Canadian. For <laughs> an hour and a half. Okay, we will be Canadian. <laughs> Uh, fuck you, Tennessee. <laughs> no, Canadians like Tennessee. They like Nashville. A lot, of, a shit ton of them come here. Mm. They must like it. Do they come to see PK Subban since he's not in Montreal anymore? Oh my God, dates. That is not how they talk in, in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I'm sure they speak French they, up there. They speak French and they sound. Like it sounds like dirty French. Ooh. Like it sounds 
What's the name of my new makeup line? Dirty French. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not a good accent at all. It's very weird. It's very weird. And the English that they do speak, I feel like French has to be like their first language. Because mm. the English that they do speak, if they do speak it, it's very little. Yeah. It's not. It's definitely not the first language. It's not English up there. Okay. I gotcha. It's crazy weird. Yet, that is that part of Canada for you. But We're in Vancouver. We're in Vancouver, so we're on the whole other side. Mm-hmm. Montreal's like East Coast Canada. Mm-hmm. We're like West Coast. Mm. Like We on that Vancouver team. Like I guess So we're on we're beef. we're talking about the Canucks right now. Yeah, Vancouver Canucks. That is, that is, that is that. Are you surprised that I know the Vancouver Canucks? Not really surprised that you know the Vancouver Canucks. I just never, I honestly, I would have never thought of that because I don't even think of that franchise because they're never really good. So I forget they even have a franchise out there. It's kind of like Arizona Coyotes. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, had they ever won? Well, they used to be great. They used to be really good. The Canucks? I don't think the Canucks are ever good. Well, according to Robin Scherbatsky from How I Met Your Mother, hmm. they used to be pretty good. Oh, I guess. Oh, that's how you know them is from yeah, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, my God. Vancouver Canucks were Robin's favorite team. Okay. I've, I've watched like two episodes of that show mm. all my life. I've seen like every episode at least five times is it because that uh one guy is your uh, hall pass oh uh, god what is marshall name? uh jason siegel yeah I, I i felt like that was your type he he i, ooh, I love I felt, like, I felt like that was your type that's it's funny that you that you i've never even discussed this with you because mm-hmm. you're my boyfriend mm-hmm. but he's like Number one on the list in terms of my hall pass guys. Really? Yeah, I oh. have a huge crush on him. Oh, well, Jason Siegel, if you're one of our listeners, which would be awesome. Yeah. But, um, please don't have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> we don't need you exposing her Nazi tattoo. I know, oh, boy. Dad, I don't need you coming on her Ooh, Nazi Jason tattoo. Siegel, if, you're, if you're listening. If you're listening, it, it, it seems like you have a really sweet girlfriend, but ooh, he just mentioned the Nazi tattoo again, so you should just come and find me even more. <laughs> I forgot to get it on the last episode, so I had to get it in early on this one. Oh, God, I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Now, if I could go back in time and, like, stop myself from doing the Sam Shepard story, <laughs> I think I probably would. <laughs> it was such a good story. I know, but <laughs> I would I would have, I would sacrifice that just to uh, never have to hear that phrase ever again. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, sometimes, uh. Jay Siegel wants to come on Nazi tattoo. <laughs> what you just heard <laughs> is my any 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 my dreams are dead. 
Oh my god. Okay, we're in Vancouver. <laughs> so we're in Vancouver and we'll be covering Gilbert Paul Jordan. Gilbert? Gilbert, Gilbert Paul, Paul Jordan. Okay, Gilbert. Gilbert. Can I can we call him Gilly? Oh, um, yeah. You still want to call him Gilly? We'll I call want, him Gilly. I, w- I want to call him Gilly. Well, we'll call him Gilly. Now, he was born on December 12, 1931. Okay. In Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. His his birth name was Gilbert Paul Elsie. Also, Gilly. 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 Well, that would be better than one of his childhood nicknames. Because one of his childhood nicknames was Chubby and Chubbs. Uh-oh. Seems like he was a very tiny and stocky guy, which is weird because he grows up to be a pretty skinny guy in the pictures that I've seen. But I guess maybe those pictures might have just been because he got older. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Uh, definitely the life he lived definitely seemed like he would probably get skinnier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they call him Chubby and Chubbs. Um, and I can relate to this guy so badly. This is going to be the most, this episode right here is going to be my episode of, of I would be this guy if I was a serial killer. Uh Uh-oh. I would be this guy. Pray for me, guys. See what? It's it's just, I just sit there and I'm like, oh, I went through that. And oh, I can see myself doing that. Not in a way of, oh, I can see myself doing that. I'm glad you did that. Because this is on record. That is a microphone right here. Not in a way of, I can see myself doing that. Of Oh, yeah, I can see myself doing that. When I say I I can see myself doing it, I mean it in more of a figurative way than literally. Yeah, I'd say if, if if I ever, like, lost my mind and went crazy or something like that, I can see myself doing this. But... Luckily, that's not. We're, we're thinking that's probably not going to happen. Uh, it's not going to happen. If it hasn't has happened yet, it's not happening. God, I've been too way with shit. <laughs> but honestly, this Don't guy never. The universe. T- Gilly's never really been through much shit. His parents were were middle class, no middle class people. Uh-huh. His father was. Uh, was a bus driver and then became a financial banker. Mm-hmm. And his mom worked as a a 911 dispatcher. Ooh. So, I mean, he was never... He was... His parents, he had two brothers. After his, He had a brother, then a stepbrother, because his mom and dad split when they was kids. Mm. Uh, and, uh... Well, that is issue number one. Well, that... I mean, that could be an issue, but the thing is... I mean, so many people's parents are split. Yeah, and it affects and so fine. many people. But some, most of them are fine. You're, you're, you're very splitting. You don't want to kill anybody, I don't think. Yeah, but it happened whenever I was older. I think, I, huh? I guess so. I mean, I, I will say this. I was a weird, I was a very weird kid. I was I was atypical in terms of my parents' relationship. Because mm-hmm. well, I remember whenever I was like six, mm. I wrote in my diary after they had a fight that I wanted them to get a divorce. Wow. Huh. Well, that, these, I'm be honest with you, these, I don't know. It just didn't seem like he had that rough of a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got picked on, and I can relate to that because my cousins used to call me Husky all the time. They used to always call me Husky. Well, they beat him up. 
Oh, well, you're going to see him this weekend. Well, then I probably won't be there. <laughs> yeah, he used to call me Husky all the time. And so I got, I, I understand the the nicknames, which I was never a fat kid. They just, mm-hmm. I was just bigger than, I was just bigger than most kids. Mm-hmm. So, I don't oh, know. Oh, um, you're kind of, you're preaching to the choir here because I definitely got bullied a lot as a kid. Yeah, that's just because you're so sexy and they were so upset that you were so sexy. Oh, well, that was nice. Now, so yeah, he never really get too much into into that type of mischief and trouble. Honestly, his trouble all came criminal trouble. Mm. Um, he dropped out of high school and got an alcoholic condition very early. Mm. And at eighteen years old, he got caught still in the car. So he had to do a little bit of time for that. Did about a couple months for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets out of jail, and after a while, in 1965, he is caught with a indigenous girl, and in, in here in Canada, mm-hmm. um, indigenous people is uh, seen as in the states. I guess you would say Mexican people are seen as okay. Finding a way, so they're kind of seen as the lesser. Type of people would would it be like a Native American, or I wouldn't say a Native American, just because there's more of them than there are Native Americans. Okay, like indigenous people in Canada, it's kind of a lot. It's kind of like I said, it's more Mexican s. It's like with some okay. good amount of them okay. because they were there first. Yeah, <laughs> the Canadians came. That yeah, that's why I think that's why I'm. I mentioned Native American. Yeah, but the thing is, there's, there's not. Just that, more there's, of them. Yeah, I'm about to say, there's not that many Native um, Americans. A larger demographic. Yeah, way large demographic. I guess if you could say it's Native American, if it was like Oklahoma or something like mm. that, maybe. Okay. But, you know, obviously in Tennessee, you don't see that many Native Americans. You don't. Yeah. But, uh,. So, yeah, he gets caught with a five year old indigenous girl in his car. Five year old? Mm hmm. Okay. So as they had a gravel pits, uh, we don't know exactly what they did. They did try to charge him with sexual assault and kidnapping, but he didn't. But he got those dry charges dropped. Okay. So uh, after that, he then winds up finding two girls and picking them off the picking them up off the street for a night of fun. A night of fun. A night of fun. He brings them back to a place and they start drinking alcohol. Okay. Now, when they start drinking alcohol, he starts. He tries to take them to another place, and while there, one of the girls got sick and had to leave the car to go throw up. Mm. So when she left the car to go throw up, Gil- Gilly shut the door, locked the door with a friend in the car, and drove off. Now, I bet she's probably going to be kind of thankful that that happened, though. We'll see. Okay. When, 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 he, when he drives off, he takes this girl to another place, and the girl says that he, rapes, that he raped her. Now, when the police finally arrest Gilly, they take him to court. He beats the rape charge, but the girl that he did leave, in the, that he did, he left... She left her purse in the car. So he got charged with theft for riding off with her purse. Mm. So 
he did get had to do jail time for stealing her purse. Yeah. So they did get him on that charge. Yeah. So that's kind of what. And he, he didn't even. He really didn't even steal it. No. It wasn't uh, full stealing. Oh well, they 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 it. It's kind of debatable if he went through it and took some stuff out of it or not. Okay. But he, I don't think, yeah, his main purpose was just to rape the other girl. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to go off on a limb and say that his main purpose was just to rape, rape the, other the other girl. girl. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much his petty crime spree. Uh, After he does get caught with this, with this, with these things happening, he does at one point tries to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. He he attempts to commit suicide by standing on a ledge of the Lions Gate Bridge. From what I hear, there's two bridges that you can get into Vancouver. So there's a Lions Gate Bridge and mm-hmm. there's another bridge on the other side of Vancouver. Okay. Uh, at that point in time, there was only the Lions Gate Bridge to get into Vancouver, and he stood on top of the Lions Gate Bridge and yelled that he was going to jump. Oh, no, no. So... It became a huge thing because there's only one bridge to get into Vancouver. So, it became a huge thing. Uh, they had to it, shut down the bridge? had to shut down the bridge. Good Lord. His lawyer finally talked him off the ledge. Yeah. Um, probably... Like, hey, dude, just come down. <laughs> hey, dude, just just get back here, man. Bro, I'm just su- come down. I'm, su- I'm surprised you dropped the Canadian accent that quickly. No, I, I like the... I like the... Hey, dude, just come down, dude. Hey, dude, just come down. Come down, eh? Hey, come down, dude. <laughs> so, he talks, he finally talks about the ledge. He gets off the ledge. And, um, probably not the best thing that's happened for society. Should uh, he have just jumped? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. Damn. Yeah, um, because uh, after that, he just turns into a fool. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, when I want. Um, I do what I want. On 19, yes, much like her. Because <laughs> <laughs> on 1965, he talks to a woman named Ivy Rose. And talks into coming back to his Vancouver hotel room. So, probably some skeezy hotel. Most likely, um, she was a switchboard operator herself. Okay. Um, the morning after they hang out, she's found by police dead in the hotel room, naked. Uh oh, spaghettios. The death is from alcohol poisoning. Her blood alcohol level was a point. Five one. What? That is so high. For people that don't understand alcohol levels, I know I don't know what the Zach drunk, the drunk the Zach drunk level here is in Tennessee, but I know in Georgia because it's always stated in Georgia, a point oh seven. Yeah, I think ours is, is like. I think ours is even lower than that. Yeah. So you, yeah. So you have a .07 when you declared officially drunk here in here in in Georgia. And she had a point five, five one one. 
Now, for what I've read in articles, you literally pass out after point one six. I believe you officially pass out. Yeah. After point, after point three, you're going to most likely be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so she got the point five one. Good God. So uh, I watched a Dr. Phil episode about this before. About the different levels. There was a woman on there that mm-hmm. was a drunk, and we're talking about that. Well, Gilly's definitely a drunk. Yeah. Um, he is said to, to say that he drinks at least 50 ounces of vodka a day himself. Oh, my God. So, yeah. But he doesn't get charged with anything with this. They officially... Charge it as a accidental murder. I gotcha. mean, accidental death. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's alcohol poisoning. Yeah. That they would, there would be no reason to think. Any the only thing that's the that's the eyebrow razor is the level. You're gonna take you're gonna take all the words back very quickly. Well, I I have it. I know because you. I know what you mentioned earlier. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what he did, but what I'm saying is, as an investigator. Yeah. You you don't really hear of this happening that often. Yeah. Well. Murder by pouring. Well, he he takes a he takes a nice little hiatus. I'm sure. Um, he doesn't show back up till November thirtieth, nineteen eighty. Okay. When he, when he um is, is in a, a hotel time. room with Mary Johnson. Now, Mary Johnson, they're in the Alamar Hotel. Mm-hmm. So, in the Alamar Hotel, um, she's found, again, naked and dead the next day with a blood alcohol level of 0.34. So, this is a little bit less than that, than, uh, than uh, Ivy Rose, but is at the level of death. Mm-hmm. Um, then September 11th, never forget, 1981. <laughs> Isn't this the second episode that we've had something September 11th related on? I can't remember what the first one is. The, like, I thought there was... Second in a row. I feel like it was the last episode, right? We were talking about where we were that day? Well, we was talking about where we were that day just because his murder was done in, on, uh... And then in, you said never 2011. Forget. Well, it's two thousand one that the guy committed his murder, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah. Well, you said was, uh, September eleventh. I think I was just thinking because it's two thousand one. Because I don't think anything happened on September eleventh. Gotcha. At least I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I have to look back into it and see. Um, huh. I about to say, where is my notepad? Talk about that. Uh, well, I guess I can look through here real quick. Anything in here? Do, 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 do. No, because September 1st. No, don't see anything about September 1st. I don't know. Okay, skip that. <laughs> this is when we would usually have an editor edit these things out. But we broke and don't have an editor. <laughs> We're too lazy to mm-hmm. edit out ourselves. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> So September eleventh, nineteen eighty one, Bar Barbara Paul is found dead. Dead. 
in the Glenard Hotel, where she had been with Paul Gilly the night before. Gilly smashes, dude. Oh, we're gonna get into him so later on. Uh, he had a point. She had a point. She had a blood alcohol level of uh, very level alcohol level, whatever it is, blood alcohol level of point four one. Good lord. Yeah. So this one's yeah. She's pretty fucked up. Um. Then again. Shots. 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 A year later, on July thirtieth, nineteen eighty two. Mary Johns is found at Gilly's hotel room dead with blood alcohol level of point three five. If only you wish. She is found at Gilly's barbershop. Oh, what? He, he was, was a barber? He was a barber because after he got charged with sexual assault, which I kind of left out on purpose, uh-huh. he got charged with sexual assault in between that big hiatus that I'm really yeah. talking about. He got charged with sexual assault and he went and he went to uh, prison for two years where he took up barbery in Bacana Barber. So his nickname is actually the Boozing Barber. Good, how charming. <laughs> so she was found in his barbershop, which is was was located at twenty five oh three Kings Way. Okay. Now it's not a barbershop anymore. It's said to now be a uh, ballet studio. Oh. Wow, what lovely dancing. Mm-hmm. Well, she was found with a blood alcohol of which one do you quote? You said Thirty, you said thirty-five, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost two times that. What? It was at almost six. At point seventy-six, blood alcohol level. What? That's humanly impossible. She was two times the limit of death. Yep, so Mary John's the first one to be found at Gilly's Barbershop. Dead. Hmm. Now, again, another... The way you said that implies there's going to be other people found dead Um, at his barbershop. Yeah. um, Uh Uh-oh. And December 15th, 1984, so he took a few years hiatus again. Uh, Pat- uh, Patricia Thompson is found at Gilly's Barbershop with a blood alcohol level of 51. They, I mean, it's definitely going to be in the Yelp review. <laughs> he's got a great, he's got a really great, he gives really great haircuts, but his Barbershop smells like booze and women throwing up everywhere. Like, he's great at his job, but every time I go in there, I kind of have the feeling that he wants to murder me. (laughs) I have a feeling that he just wants me to keep drinking with him, and he keeps having me drink with him, even when I said I'm pretty wasted. How are the authorities not in tune to this by now? You have two women... Found the exact same way in, in the same place, 
Well, I mean, right now, he's killed a total of one, two, three. I think we're at five. Four, five. Yes, we're exactly at five. He's killed a total of five women right now via that Sophia drinking him to death. Um, I only thing I'm gonna say is I guess it's because that day. Because of it being a blood alcohol thing. Yeah, it, you don't automatically assume that's gonna be a murder. Yeah, I, I guess that's I guess that's it. It's just literally it's his word versus nobody's word because they don't have the that, oh, that she sensation. Just would not stop drinking. Yeah. Um, we'll get into this. We'll get into later on other reasons why this is happening as well. Imagine uh, being an investigator and feeling like the biggest idiot. Uh, we'll talk about how these investigators in Vancouver, Canada, definitely of all these places, bullshit, bullshit. Uh, but yeah. So you get that one then. On June twenty eighth of nineteen eighty five, Patricia Andrew is found in his barbershop. What a blood alcohol love! New high score, point seventy seventy nine. So almost, we almost got the eight. You figure out by this point, though, somebody would be like, "Hey, you know, Gilly." Well, we're not in Ireland. We're in Canada. <laughs> hey, you know, Gilly. <laughs> I'd be like, Gilly, you know, uh, these women keep dying in your barbershop. <laughs> barbershop, eh? Um... <laughs> hey, these women keep dying in your barbershop. What's, the bar- what's with that? The Seagum Sevens is just a little bit too much for them. <laughs> like... Why do you let these women get so drunk in your barber shop? Kelly, <laughs> you don't have an alcohol serving license. Why are these women so drunk in your barber shop? They're literally dying, Kelly. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. This man, he drunk so much that he could not get liquor stores to supply him with the booze that amount that he needed. So he had literally a bootlegger sell him boobs. Booze. Did he uh, have boobs, a bootlegger boob, selling boobs? boobs. Probably uh, he'd probably give the bootlegger boobs <laughs> boob shots of women that he just got drunk to death and hey, taking you know, pictures of them. <laughs> don't ask me how I got this, but you know that chick that died in my barber shop? I've got pics of her boobs <laughs> all right gilly that gives you one day of booze <laughs> one tail get you a fifth <laughs> oh he would oh my god he would the fifth would be a shot to this guy it sounds like it Dude, he dropped 50 ounces of vodka a day well, by this point we've got like let's see <laughs> Is that the sixth woman? The six. Sixth? This is six, yeah. That's six. 12 tits. So that's 12 fifths. God. This guy. So, uh, November 19th, 1986. Uh, Vira Harry is found. Dead in his barber shop. In the Clifton. In the Clifton Hotel this time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And 
bar He's probably hands. like, I've got to stop killing these women at my barbershop. They're very hairy. I think they might have got this one wrong. Maybe it just might have been that they got to her this late. But they said that she died with a blood alcohol level point four. Okay. So I think that one was wrong. I think they might have just got to her late. Because that's, you shouldn't be dead at point four. Point well, four. I mean, you said people start dying at like point three something. Well, see, I meant zero. Oh, sorry, point zero four. Oh, yeah. Point no. zero four. Yeah, point zero four, not point four. Oh, no, point four, she should be dead. It was point zero four. So now Gilly's going to make his big mistake. All these women before were indigenous women. Okay. He's going to fishing kill off his first white woman. Uh-oh. So, on October 12, 1987, Vanessa Lee Buckner is found dead at the Niagara Hotel. Um, It's debated if she was an alcoholic or not. Okay. But she did have just lost her child, custody of her child, due to it being born with a drug dependency. Okay. So at least we know at least that she was on drugs. Mm-hmm. Now it's dependent. It's de- it's debated if she was on, an alcoholic. An alcoholic as well. Yeah. So, but either way, Vanessa Lee Buckner is found dead in this hotel room, and that's when the police kind of go, "Yeah, you you're stepping, you're overstepping the lines." All these indigenous women. That was one thing, Gilly. Gilly, that was one thing. But you gotta, you have, a, you have Vanessa here. The cough was included. <laughs> that was the detective. That was the detective. That was not me. I did not need to cough. That was the detective. Detective, you're playing. Yeah. I've I tried to disappear into my roles. Mm, nice. So if the detective needs to cough, then it just I'm the I'm the vessel really. <laughs> Well, a month later, he, uh, a woman in in the shade is found dead in the hotel room as well. Wait, they're they're on to him about Vanessa, and he's still killing. Uh, well, after after that, it's officially that they they just they, they shut him down after that. Like we're gonna give you one more chance, Gilly. The police literally surveillanced him from. From that October to November 26th mm-hmm. of that year, of uh, 1987. Uh-huh. So when they started doing They're some... Like, we saw you. Mm-hmm. Get that woman drunk. We saw you. Let her die. That's that's murder to us, Gilly. Oh. You'll see. Oh, November 20th of 1987, <clears throat> uh, Rosemary Willis, they break into the hotel room at the Balmoral Morale Hotel. Balmoral Hotel. Uh in Saver just the next time. Her blood alcohol level was fifty was point fifty two. Oh my God. Um but she she lived? She lived. So the next night they break into another hotel room with him in it. On November 21st, 1987, with a woman named Verna, Verna Chartrad, Chartrad, mm-hmm. 
So they brushed her to the Pacific hotel room and saved her neck of time. Her blood alcohol level was 0.43. Okay. Um, four days later, on November 25th, 1970, 1987, uh, Sheila Joe, they break into the hotel room in the Rainbow Hotel. Mm-hmm. Her blood alcohol level is, is unknown. I guess they kind of broke in there pretty quickly. Uh-huh. And on November 26, 1987, they save a, May- a Mabel Olsen. A break into the Pacific Hotel once again. That's where he's at. I don't know how the Pacific this, Hotel gives him a room. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Just arrest him. <laughs> and save another woman. That if you arrest him, guess what? You're not going to have to go in <laughs> and rescue another woman. I need you to pull up uh, his name, uh, Google his name real quickly. Because uh-huh. I got I to show you what the police said they heard from... From these investigations, because so it was Gilbert, Gilbert Paul Jordan. So what? So what the police are hearing from these investigations? Because pretty much now, this investigation, what they're trying to do, is get evidence so they can pin murder on him for Vanessa Lee Buckner. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what they're trying to do right now. So they, oh my God, it's it's gonna be. Crazy. Do you want me to read it in my in my voice? Oh, do you want to do it? Yeah, I can read it. Okay, well here it is right here. So read the quote part right there. That's what they say is that's him right there talking to the women. Okay. Have a drink down the hatch, baby. Twenty bucks if you drink it right down. See if you're a real woman, finish that drink. Finish that drink. Down the hatch. Hurry. Right down. You need another drink. I'll give you 50 bucks if you can take it. I'll give you 10, 20, 50 dollars, whatever you want. Come on, I want to see you get it all down. You get it right down. I'll give you the 50 bucks and the 13 bucks. I'll give you 50 bucks. I told you that. If you finish the drink, I'll give you 75. Finish your drink, I'll give you 20. <laughs> this guy's insane. So. He uh, doesn't know how to bargain. You can't, say, <laughs> you can't say 75 and then say I'll give you 20. <laughs> Lord. I like that your cheapness was what you got out of this. Well, I mean, you start low. Then you, go <laughs> you, can't, you can't just throw out a number like 75 and then be like, I'll give you 75. If you finish, I'll give you 20. Are you trying to... Are oh, you part Jewish? Is that your Judaism coming out of you? On that no, one? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's not how you bargain. This guy is murdering women via getting them drunk enough. And you're I like, know, well, well, he's not bargaining well. Obviously, yeah, that's the matter at hand. But there can be secondary problems. <laughs> <coughs> one of which being that he doesn't know how to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god you have me dying <laughs> between that and Yelp reviews those are some of the best jokes you've said on the podcast <laughs> I am pretty proud of Yelp reviews <laughs> oh my god so yeah so well, let's just say the, the, how, this is how you bargain you start <laughs> off okay. you start off low this is just basic bargaining 101. You start off 
low, then you go high. Well, it seems like you start off low because he says something about I'll give you the 13 and the 75, right? Well, no, he was like, he, he kept saying, I'll give you 50. Then he'll be, then he'll <coughs> say like, um, I'll give you 10. I'll give you 20. He, st- he was on it for a while. Mm-hmm. But when he, when, <coughs> when he threw out 75 and then went back down to 20, <laughs> nope. Ain't doing it right. <laughs> Ain't doing it right. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, for for the people that aren't in Vancouver like us right now, uh he's operating in this area of Vancouver called and you've probably heard the name of this multiple times listed out in rap songs. I can think of them from rap songs and from and from uh movies. Skid Row. Uh-huh. Which I thought that was New York. Mm-hmm. For the longest, I thought it was New York because I remember like Nas like saying something about Skid Row and Down things like that. Makes me think of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, like things like that. Yeah, you hear the movies like like that all the time. I think so there you... are different. I think Skid Row is not so much one particular place. Mm, this is Skid Row. This is the original Skid Row. This is Vancouver was original Skid Row. Are we sure? I'm telling you, it's the original Skid Row. Damn because Vancouver taking Va- away stuff from me. Because Vancouver, because at this time that Gilbert Paul Jordan is doing this, and this is the reason why the cops aren't so much worried about him, is of course you have several serial killers. See, I look up Skid Row, and the first thing that pops up is an area of downtown Los Angeles. Um. I, 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 when I, when I looked it up, it was the original one was in Vancouver because this was several, several serial killers happening in this area at one, at yeah. one point. So, I mean, Gilbert Paul Jordan was nothing compared to what you have the, you had the Green River killer working in here at one point. You have Robert Picton working in here. You have just so many serial killers working in this one area. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So it's just crazy to see mm-hmm. all these serial killers just working in this one area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 insane just knowing how many just people just got murdered in Vancouver, and you just think of, you don't think of Vancouver where you think of. Some of the most dangerous cities in the world. You mm-hmm. never, you never, you nobody ever lists Vancouver. You just don't think of Canada as a whole as somewhere that that stuff happen, happens. It's, I mean, some of our some of the world's highest rating serial killers was serial killing was done in uh, Vancouver, Canada. So. If this happens, they finally kind of get the evidence to show that um, he was kind of um, murdering these women. Mm-hmm. So um, they finally take him to trial for the death of Vanessa Lee Butner, the one of the only white women that he murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets found guilty of manslaughter. So he gets found guilty of manslaughter. Which manslaughter? Mm-hmm. He gets found guilty of manslaughter. Okay. And so that's in 1988. Mm-hmm. He was given 15 years, then it was reduced down to nine years. He wound up serving, I believe, only seven years of those nine years. Oh, good freaking Lord. So he gets out in two, he gets out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He's placed on probation, and he has to stay in Vancouver Island. Okay. So he has to stay on Vancouver Island. Now, when he gets out, he tries to change his name again to now Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because that made me just think of my my favorite basketball player is Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when I saw he tried to change his name to Paul Pierce, I was like, oh no, not Paul Pierce. Don't solely the name of Paul Pierce. Oh, no, not Paul Pierce. Now, well, how he was trying to do it was, Jay, he was trying to do it back, I guess, back right before 2000s. Mm-hmm. You can change your name without anybody knowing that you changed your name. Okay. So, people don't know that you, when they when you, they hear, like, Paul Gilbert Jordan, they don't know that they'll Gilbert Paul Jordan Oh, okay. And you change your name to Paul Pierce, they'd be like, hey, you look like that guy, Gilbert Paul Jordan. And you're like, no, I don't, that's not me. Oh, I bought, he pulls out a driver's license and says Paul Pierce. Uh-huh. It's like, my name's Paul Pierce. He's like, oh, crap. Oh. Like, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, but the thing is, they kind of just, they kind of tell him that, no, it doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. That did, when you change your name, we let everybody know what your name yeah. used to be. Like, exactly. <laughs> So he changed, so he so he doesn't do it. He doesn't he doesn't go for it. He doesn't change his name. So he's still Gilly Paul Jordan. Uh-huh. So Gilly finally gets arrested again in two thousand and two because he, his probation is that he's not supposed to be drinking in front of women. That he they they just exit out. They said you can't drink it with you can't be in a in a room with a woman that have alcohol in it. Okay. They said you can drink by yourself as much as you want to, but if there's another person in the room, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. So another person winds up, he winds up drinking with a woman, and I think he actually sexually assaults the woman. That's how he finds out. Good it's lord! Like, it's like he like off. He tried to do the money thing where he offers her money, and like she turned it down or whatever, mm. and he like kind of like kind of roughed up a little bit, so she went to the police. So he gets arrested and got sentenced to 15 years. I mean, sorry, God, 15 months in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> 15 years. This guy oh, doesn't Good Lord. Do. He this gets 15 years for literally killing a bunch of women. <laughs> and then he gets 15 years for, like, <clears throat> roughing somebody up. Yeah. So he got 15 months in jail. Then he gets out in, uh, in August of 11th of 2004. He got arrested again in Winnipeg. So he's not even in, in Vancouver. So <laughs> he's not even in Vancouver. <laughs> so it's a whole other area of Canada. So he's totally fucking up on this probation there. Yeah. And he got arrested in a New York hotel. And uh so What did he get arrested for this time? Um, just drinking with a woman. Oh my god, drink, quit drinking, drinking with, with women, drink, you idiot. Drinking with women and he and he rustled them up. When they t- turned down his advances. Um, so, yeah. Then after that, after he gets out of jail this time, <laughs> please just finally say, fuck this. Uh, give me your phone again. So, please finally says, fuck this. Uh, they've officially re- issued out a statement to the public for Gilbert Paul Jordan. And the statement goes... He literally had to release a statement to the public. On him. 
on him instead mm-hmm. of just keeping him in jail. They had a away lease. from the public. They had a lease a statement. Jordan Gilbert Paul, age 73, is the subject of this alert. Jordan is 175 centimeters, 5 foot 9 inches tall, and weighs 79 kilograms, 174 pounds. He is partially bald with gray hair and a gray goatee. He has blue eyes and wears glasses. Jordan is currently in the Victoria area, but has no fixed address. Mm -hmm. Again, he's staying in hotel rooms. Uh, Jordan has a significant criminal record, including manslaughter and indecent assault of a female. He uses alcohol to lure his victims. Jordan's target victim group is adult females. Jordan is subject to court-ordered conditions, including... Sustained uh, absolutely from the consumption of alcohol. Not to be in the company of any female person or persons in any place where alcohol is being either consumed or possessed by that person or persons. If you observe this subject in in violation of any of the above conditions, please call the Senate Police Department at 475-4321. 911 or your local police agency. If you t- if you have questions concerning the public notification process, please contact the BC Corrections Branch mm-hmm. at 250-387-6366. So, they had a lease literally a, they, like a like a just a, a statement. I had a lease statement to public saying Fucking stop drinking alcohol. At the same time, that's something they also need to say. If you see this dude, don't drink around him. <coughs> stop drinking with this guy. It's not worth the money. We promise you. It's no, not man. worth it. He doesn't know how to bargain. I understand. Don't drink with him. <laughs> I understand that you're poor, but he is not worth drinking with. I promise you. Well. Let me guess. The police record, it doesn't really matter anymore because uh, a year later, Gil- Paul Jordan dies in a hotel room. What's his blood alcohol? <laughs> well, he did buy- die from cirrhosis of the liver. Okay, so, so. blood alcohol level doesn't even matter. Because <laughs> his liver was fucked anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he did die from cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, Gilbert Paul Jordan, he, he he's influenced history pretty much. Uh, there was a play written about these events. Um, it was called The Unnatural and the Incidental Women. It was written by Marie Clements and performed at the Buddies in Bad Times Theater. This play was made to address the media's failure to cover the incidents. Mm-hmm. So pretty much they're saying that all because these victims, none of them were white until mm-hmm. the white one white person that they killed. And then y'all all of a sudden now can charge them with something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, that one was a so that's what the play is pretty much about. It got turned into a film in two thousand and six. It premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. Hmm. 
So that's pretty big, pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Uh, also, he inspired the first few episodes of a show called The Da Vinci's Inquest. Okay. Where the villain of that of those episodes, he was a guy that would lure his victims via via promises alcohol. of alcohol and kill terrible, them. terrible. Uh, Bargaining. Terrible, <laughs> terrible bargaining still to this day. And they you know they would he, he would they he would kill him that way and and in the show he winds up getting killed by one of the victim's brothers. Oh actually winds up killing him. Damn. So he doesn't even go to trial and nothing like that. The victim's brother winds up finding him and killing him. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, you get kind of those so uh yeah, you get a little bit of dad. Uh, he's said to have at his at his daughter's heyday times of of uh of those murders that he had encountered and had sexual relations with over two hundred women. Ew. <laughs> Which I don't doubt at all. I mean, I think honestly. I think that because you see a you see a lot of gaps in the murders and the deaths. Yeah. I think that honestly, I think these were manslaughter more than murders. I don't think they were murders. I think that literally he would just get women shit face drunk mm-hmm. because that's the only way he could fuck any of these women was if they was passed out drunk. Uh, yeah, he was not a very good looking guy. No. Not at all. Not at all. He looks like Paul Feinbaum, if you know who Paul Feinbaum is. I don't. He's a sports writer for the ESPN, and he looks fucking weird. But for people at home, he looks like literally Paul Feinbaum, and it's pretty creepy. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. He looks like Paul Feinbaum in a child molester version of, of Larry David. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> So yeah, he wasn't a good looking guy. Uh, he was a huge alcoholic. I mean, the only way he was gonna sleep with any of these women was literally getting them drunk as shit mm. and offering money. Well, so I think he just literally he just would get them drunk to the point where they just wasn't knowledgeable that he was raping them. Yeah, and I think, but if this is something that keeps happening, like if it just seems so negligent of the police department to just sort of let him do what he's doing and not really keep him away. This is, this is nothing compared to the bad police work that goes on again with the serial killers at a time. Uh, Again, we will, we might, we'll get into some of these serial killers later on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I mean, would one might say that their police department was not capable of handling all of this? I don't, because I, I wouldn't say it's not capable, because it's a big city. Yeah, it's, it's a big, big city. city. I think that they just literally just was like prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're dead. All right. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it was just like uh, it's just like kind of like uh kind of like uh Maury Travis yeah. in a way. It's kind of like oh, we didn't even know this woman went missing. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a woman missing. Uh, who cares? <laughs> like if I feel like if Gilbert Paul Jordan was a lot more maniacal in planning, 
Yeah. I believe, honestly, he could have just killed these women and just threw them in the woods somewhere, and he would have never even been caught at all. Yeah. I think he just literally was just such a incompetent drunk that he was just like, oh, fuck, uh, uh, fuck, another woman died. She, I think she's dead. She ain't moving. She ain't breathing. Shit, let me call the police. <coughs> Why am I picturing Gilly talking like just the biggest redneck? Because <laughs> he probably was a fucking redneck. <laughs> Canadian redneck. He hung out his kids roll. He hung out his kids roll in Vancouver and fucking was a barber. Down on the <laughs> he was a he was a he he was definitely he was definitely Canada's version of a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> you might be redneck. But God, if he did not love to have sex with indigenous women. He loved indigenous women. Yeah. Loved that and he loved women with drug problems, it seems he like. Also so. loved alcohol. Oh God. Alcohol was his best. First love. Was his best. Yes. Oh my God. So that's 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 Gilly right there, Gilbert Paul Jordan. Gilly. Yeah. So I'm I'm so happy he didn't change the name to Paul Pierce. They didn't let him change his name to Paul Pierce. Yeah, they were like, dude, come on, you're Gilly. Oh, Paul Pierce. Who do you think you are? Some kind of Paul. <laughs> you're bargaining like a Gilly, okay? <laughs> You like do not good. bargain like a Paul, let me tell you that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, if if y'all want to give the ballet school a Yelp review, say that uh five stars, this is a murder building. This is a murder building. <laughs> Used to be a barber shop. Lots of women were found dead there. <laughs> But with that said, I guess um, that is the episode. That's our first international. First international. Barely. Yeah, well, yeah. Barely. It is a different country, but they're... It's right by Seattle. Yeah, it's right. It's right by Seattle. Right upstairs, guys. Yeah, it's not not really a different country. I mean, it is. They do have different money... And I'm yeah. sure that their cost of living is different and everything, but it, it's not like Montreal where it's like a whole different language yeah. and a whole. They're bunch speaking of different English shit. in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely English. It's English, and they do a lot of things Americans do, yeah. except for kill indigenous people. We don't really kill it's indigenous. It's kind of Americans love killing indigenous people. Well, we haven't killed. Well, we don't have any indigenous people to kill. Well, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. Did like scratch your chin? We'll like you're thinking some. of it. <laughs> we'll find some. We'll find some to kill. We'll go find some. <laughs> that's we what. Love that's that's. Doing a, it. Yeah, we love to go find some. We love to kill. go find a country that like doesn't need our help, and then we're like, we're gonna help you, and then Thank just kill you. everybody. <laughs> This is true. This is true. That is the That's American how, way. It's the American way, guys. <laughs> Murder it all. And we okay, did how that. We started talk about killing some Look, indigenous. You people. started off. What? Hey, I, I want everybody to know she started off offending Canadians 
and then she started off offending Americans. I so we offend <laughs> See? Uh, uh, yes. I, Finally admit to it. I hold no punches. Everyone is up for game. And you know what? That's 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 how I work. I think that's all shit happened right there. Yeah, shit happened. I don't give a crap. <laughs> well, no, I ha- I have some I have some good shit happened. Yeah, so let's get into some shit happened. I got a new job. We got a new job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I put my notice in at my current one. Oh, so are you just going to use this podcast to kind of just talk shit about you? Oh, I'm not gonna, I haven't said anything. <laughs> I haven't said anything. I'm not going to. Just saying, I got a new job. And I'm leaving the one that I'm at. All right. Well, I still have my same job and yep. I'm currently content with it. Mm-hmm. Well. So if anybody wanted to come buy something for me at Nordstrom, you know, the, the window was closing. Window's closing on that one. Window is closing. It's going to be a sad window when it closes because I'd like to go to Nordstrom and buy stuff too. I think you literally just bought like one thing from Nordstrom. Well, buying two things tomorrow. That is true. No, I bought several things from Nordstrom. I bought shirts for several shirts from Nordstrom. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Give me. It's like, hey, bitch, I didn't show bought the shit ton of stuff from Nordstrom. <laughs> Dang. But uh. I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> Uh, I guess my shit happened is just that, uh, God, we have a fun weekend ahead of us. Yes, we do. Excuse me. We're headed down south. We are heading down south. I am taking Haley to meet my insane family. Yay. Oh, that's going to be insanity. I I want you to know that there's going to be some crazy stuff being said. I'm ready. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. You think you're ready to meet my family? I, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. I hope so, because this could be some craziness. Crazy. I think I'm crazy. Think I'm crazy. Oh, my God. My family's something else. It's going to be wild. But it's going to be fun as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very fun. Yeah. I can't wait to meet your mom. <laughs> my mom can't wait to meet you, so... That's going to be a highlight for sure. Definitely mm-hmm. that one. Uh, um, yeah, so that's my shit happened, I guess, pretty much. Uh, shit happened also. I mean, the podcast is doing well. Yeah. Podcast is doing well. Y'all listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, shit happened. Okay. So I know I sound decently better, but earlier this week, until literally about like 5 o'clock today, I felt like shit. shit. And then I don't know what happened after the five o'clock time period. I did get my hair did. Maybe my hair did. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe that Samson shit is real, man. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel a lot better now. But mm-hmm. God, I had chills. I had headaches. Uh, still kind of got a little migraine going on, but not mm-hmm. too bad. Um, but God, it, I feel like crap this whole entire week. Mm-hmm. And so 
Secret Douchebags of History is going to be released. I'm sorry that I have not released the episode out for it. Uh, God, but I feel like crap this whole entire week and just busyness and all this other stuff. But I have the I have everything done. I just have to now release the episode. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I didn't want my first episode for me to sound like... Uh, like you were in the process of dying. Yeah, because that wouldn't be a good way to start a podcast. Wouldn't you say <laughs> that life is just the process of dying, though? Gilly, Gilly, get another fucking drink. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> Is that our new outro? Bring me a drink, Gilly. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> I don't know. I like nice try hairline, though. Uh, yeah, nice try hairline. <sighs> I do like... Bring me a gate drink, Gilly. <laughs> nice try hairline. <laughs> I can't believe he tried to change his name to hairline. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jason Derrick Brown is somewhere literally pissed off at He's us. Like, my, it, it was Harley, not Harley. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Jason? You make your bed, you have to sleep in it. Jason. Hairline. <laughs> Jason Derrick Brown, if you were not killed by a mafia, which I still think you were... <laughs> Please contact us. We're begging you. Um, he's begging you. I'm not. Stay I want to know why you call. Uh, stay in your Mormon hole. <laughs> you, I don't need you to come out, hairline. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. With that said, I guess. Uh, I guess it's, we're done here. Yeah. I guess I'll message us on the social media as we don't check them out. <laughs> See how messages us. <laughs> but we, I, we did get a few more followers on some of the social medias. Nice. Um, so, yeah, message us on the social medias. Uh, one day we'll check the emails and see if anybody sent us email. I check the emails occasionally. <laughs> we never have any. <laughs> So, so message us and uh, definitely talk. Tell us, you know, and um, tell us what's up. I know uh, I've been talking. I've been talking with Haley about doing another podcast that um she hasn't never got back to me about the idea. Not I told her I when told we was like half sleep. I think we. I told her. I well, we, it was like half sleep, so maybe I just don't remember your reaction mm-hmm. or not. But Precisely. I think it's a good. I think it's a good podcast. Idea. I like the idea of it. Seems it seems fun to me. Seems fun to you. So maybe we'll do this podcast. Do that podcast as well. Yep. Um. But with that said, <laughs> we out. Uh. Yeah. We out. All right. Well, bring me a drink, Gilly. Nice try, hairline. <laughs>